Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways Podcast, where we create winners every day. And now, your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast. This is where we talk about everything that can help you succeed. We talk about career, we talk about money, we talk about business. And I do have the opportunity to bring in expert guests, you know, to help us learn some new things. Today we have Laura, Laura Nelson with us. And Laura is going to be, uh, you know, dissecting online marketing uh, to us. So Laura has over 10 years of experience in marketing and business consulting. She skillfully aids uh, local small businesses to attract, connect, and grow their clients. So if you want to grow your business, if you don't know how to go about it, Laura is the one for you. And uh, without keeping you guys waiting for that, I'm going to bring in my guest. Hey, Laura, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so good to have you with us. And this is exciting, Laura. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So uh, I always uh, like to get my guests to, uh, you know, quickly introduce themselves so that uh, the listeners will know them more. So if you don't mind, can you... Tell us about yourself, what you do, and uh, most importantly, what my audience will gain from listening to this show today. Sure. Um, Well, you gave a pretty good intro to my career today, which is um, I work with a lot of local businesses and have done so over the past few years both in my capacity as, um, you know, an executive at uh, startup software companies um, and also in my career before that, working in media and my family business, which was a local business itself and supported by local businesses. So that is truly one of my passions. Um, as many of us know, local businesses are the engine of economies, whether in the U.S. or elsewhere. And um, they're so critical to the livelihoods, not only of the entrepreneurs that run them, but of the communities that they serve too. So I'm really passionate about working with and helping that cohort of entrepreneur. Um, A little more about me. um, I studied both marketing and art in my my college career, I'm I live in Colorado. I enjoy outdoor activities like hiking, uh, skiing, the usual menu of things that people out here like to do and um, who live here to take advantage of. And um, I'm happy to talk about all things marketing, not just for the local business cohort, but also for marketers in their careers, thinking about taking that next step or, um, you know, software executives, B2B marketers too. Um, Anything you have to throw at me is great. Okay. Awesome. So uh, let's let's simplify it. Uh, Maybe we'll call it marketing 101. Uh Uh-huh. 
I want to start with maybe if you have a simple definition for marketing. If I ask you today, Laura, what is marketing? Oh, wow. I mean, that's a great question because it has evolved so much over the years and certainly in recent years. Um, I think that, you know, in simple terms, marketing is the strategy and, and set of tactics that a business uses to find its target customer. Okay. No, I like that to find the target customer. So that's that's good. So uh, that's we've defined the what. Then let's talk about the how. How mm-hmm. should people market? I, I know things are evolving, like you rightly said. Uh, marketing in 2022 may be different from how people market maybe in the 90s. So what is marketing in this new uh, dispensation that we have? Yeah, it really depends on the type of business you are. And then the, you know, the techniques will follow. Um, I will say that, uh, you know, for most businesses, the key to starting is in that definition I just provided to really understanding who that target customer is and then developing a strategy to reach him or her or it in the case of B2B marketing. I think, you know, a lot of businesses make a mistake that their, you know, their addressable market or their addressable customer base is a lot larger than it is. And they try to pursue techniques that, um, you know, are too broad and, and, you know, too wide ranging and not relevant enough to really capture who that specific uh, audience is. So, you know, the most important thing to start with anyways is to understand, like, you know, who specifically you're trying to reach. Um, sorry for the barking in the background. No problem. That's okay. Yeah, my dog decided to take this part <laughs> to be vocal this morning after very uh, relaxing and several hours of quiet. So maybe uh, the dog, uh, it's also trying to market uh, itself. So let's let's just see how this goes. So yeah, uh, no issue at all. Uh, we can continue. I, I don't think it's uh, too bad, honestly, Laura. So uh, so okay, you you've just uh, explained how to market. Um, when you think about marketing, uh, I know there is a maybe the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. Uh, maybe can you share maybe one or two tips uh, with us in terms of the right way to market, whether it's a product or service? Um, sorry, you're asking the the right way to mm-hmm. market? Yes. I think starting with that um, that right persona. So once you've nailed down who exactly you're trying to sell to, you know whether it's a business or whether you're you know selling to end consumers, then it's about um, developing a strategy to go after them, right? And this is the set of tactics where you, as a business owner, are going to develop more awareness and then um, you know bring them in the door of your business. Um, this will range significantly depending on what type of business you are. So, um, you know, for example, I will use a local service provider. Um, I happen to have a plumber coming over this afternoon. So I'll use the plumber as an example. Okay. Um, if you're a plumber operating in the local area, 
Um, I happen to be located near Boulder. So let's say Boulder County, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, chances are you are targeting homeowners or renters within, you know, a certain radius. So mm-hmm. all of your marketing efforts are going to be highly localized to reach those people, you know, in a specific area. Correct. Because, you know, chances are other providers in farther towns like, like Denver, Colorado Springs, for example, like there are plenty of plumbers to serve those consumers out there. Whereas um, it's a lot easier for, you know, a homeowner to work with someone who is nearby, you know, Mm -hmm. especially in an emergency situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I am that plumber, I am going to avail myself of all of the tactics that are focused on getting that local customer. Um, so what that means is, you know, I am going to run ads. If ads are part of my um, my strategy, I'm only going to place them in publications that reach, you know, an audience in Boulder County. Um, if I have am running online campaigns, say if I'm using Google and I'm investing in Google local service ads, I'm going to define my service area, you know, within Boulder County. I'm not going to spend money, you know, in the Denver market because that customer is not relevant to me. So all of the tactics that, you know, I as a plumber will employ are about getting someone in that, that local market. Uh, same goes for something like direct mail. I'm only going to send direct mail pieces to addresses in my local market. And I'm, if I'm focused only on single family homes, like that's the only type of address I'm going to send to. I think importantly, depending on, you know, doesn't matter what tactics that you pursue for marketing, it's really important to track and measure the success of each of these campaigns. Right. right. You can't improve anything unless you're measuring it. Mm-hmm. Right. Same right. goes for any goal, whether you're lifting weights or losing weight or something like that. Um, if you're not keeping score, then you don't know how much you have to improve or how much how far you've come. In yeah. Your yeah. That's so true. that's where I see a lot of local businesses struggle where they don't have the the infrastructure or the maybe the automated technology to do that but there are simple ways to you know set up tracking numbers and and utm links and things like that that help make it easy no matter what size of business you're running um, to see whether a campaign has paid off or not okay okay uh no it totally makes sense you know to track uh uh, the results uh, of maybe your marketing. Uh, otherwise, you won't know whether you are uh, moving towards your goal or you are falling behind. So that's uh, important. Uh, you talked about running ads, uh, which I also I want to maybe take a minute and to yeah. talk about that. You, you mentioned Google ads. I know people run ads on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and all these social media uh, platform. Uh, where do you see most uh, maybe return on investment in terms of, you know, running ads? Or maybe you, if you have a suggestion or recommendation of any particular platform that you think 
maybe uh, local businesses should make sure that they are running their ads on, on that platform. Is there any? Yeah, I mentioned um, Google, but I do want to make a differentiation here because I think there are some avenues that are very high return on investment for, say, a local business and, and others that will cost more money. Um, you know, if you're a local business, and especially if you're in the service industry, like, you know, plumber, HVAC, roofing, you name it, I think the Google local service ad product is a great one. Um, you, you get verified, you get a tracking phone number. It's very easy to track your return on investment. And I know that this ad vehicle works extremely well for local businesses. Um, however, uh, I would hesitate to encourage you to invest in just plain Google search ads. Like those are for bigger brands, businesses like mine, and even larger. Um, the reason for that is um, local, just regular search ads are, um, it's difficult to scale up. And more importantly, it's difficult to learn and refine. So what ends up happening is you spend a lot of money up front you know, figuring out what keywords work for your market and your business. And oftentimes like local businesses cannot afford to invest in that learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that reason, local service ads in this case are a great way to go. Um, but Facebook across the board, no matter what type of local business you're running, you are probably going to see a lower cost per lead and lower costs overall in advertising your business. Um, I find that the platform is a little easier to use. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little easier to build an audience and um, it's incredibly easy to turn on and off too. So, you know, if you've got campaigns you've only want to run for say seven or 14 days, you have the flexibility to do that. You know, of course you do in Google as well, but um, I think it is a lot easier to control, you know, in the Facebook ecosystem. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so I have a whole varieties of listeners. Uh, some of them do understand all these uh, techniques, maybe SEO cost per lead. Mm-hmm. And I know definitely some of them do not. And that's why I want to ask signpost uh, your company. What do you guys do? Do you help people to set up all these, um, you know, online um, marketing or all these searches online so that, uh, you know, they will just hand it over to you guys and you guys will take them through the process? Is that what you do or no? Yeah, Signpost has been around for over 10 years and over time has evolved a little bit. We are most well known for helping businesses get online reviews on Google, Yelp, Facebook, like implement an automated process and reach out to customers via text and email and make sure that their online reputation matches the quality of the products and services being sold. Um, That's still a big part of our offering. However, we've branched out since then. Um, You know, we've heard from our customers that, um, you know, they want more ways to interact with their customers besides um, following up after a job and getting feedback. And so, um, you know, as a result of what we've heard from them, we've created new tools 
specifically to facilitate what happens next. So, you know, say I'm calling a plumber. I say, I see that uh, this business has great reviews. I've got to get in touch, right? How does that happen? I either call or I chat them on their website. Uh, Maybe I book through an online scheduler. Maybe I text Maybe I send a Facebook message or a Google message through the Google business profile. Um, the really savvy businesses have those all set up. However, we know that's the minority. And so that's that's where signpost really comes into play, right? Sure. We help set up all these communications channels where you know prospective customers like me can get in touch with the business and then centralize them in one dashboard. So that way it's really easy for a business to set up automatic replies. You know, say a lead comes in through home advisor, you can automatically reply and give yourself the best chance of closing the job. Um, So there's a lot of technology going into that, that really simplifies things for the business. Uh, We also have a call service too. So, um, you know, say a business wants coverage after hours or on the weekends and, and you know, can't hire someone for that. Um, we have a team of U- U.S.-based live receptionists who act as an extension to a business's team and answer the phones when they are not able. Oh, wow. I, I think that is really cool because that will take a lot of, you know, uh, pressure and all those technicalities that most people may not know, they'll totally take it away uh, by mm-hmm. working with uh, signposts. I, I think it's going to really give people the edge, you know, uh, to move forward. So that's good. Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, I think we've been talking about maybe top level uh, discussion. We've been having top level discussion about uh, marketing. Mm-hmm. I want to calm down a little bit because I think we need to start from websites, you know, the <laughs> online presence. Yeah. Um, what role do you think uh, uh, maybe websites plays in terms of uh, marketing? Or should people, you know, should they focus on market uh, on websites? What specifically do you think uh, they need to do in terms of their website before they talk, they start thinking about uh, broader marketing? Yeah, I think um, websites are critical. I still talk to a lot of business owners have been around for a long time and um, they don't have a website. They don't think it's important, but the reality is uh, business websites, the only place where you have full control of your story, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, this is the opportunity to tell your target market, you know, what you do, who you're selling to, your products, your services, a little bit about your team in, you know, a a quick and easy way, right? And direct people to that next step. What do you want them to do? You want them to call you. You want them to chat through your, um, you know, online chat. You want them to text you. You want them to book an appointment. Whatever the case may be, you have to make it super easy. And so, like, if done right, all of your listings on Google, Yelp, Facebook, um, Nextdoor, you name it, are going to direct people 
to your website so that they can read more about your business and, and decide whether they want to hire or visit you? So what, what role, or maybe let's talk about the criticality of word of mouth uh, mm-hmm. marketing. Do you think word of mouth plays any role in marketing? Oh, absolutely. I the, I the majority of business owners tell me when I'm teaching classes that um, word of mouth is their number one source of new customers. Like, I don't think that's going away anytime soon. And, and there's no reason for it to, right? If right. you do a good job, people are going to tell their friends and neighbors. Um, what's different in today's environment is that you know, that conversation used to be what we call one-to-one, you know, mm-hmm. over the fence in the backyard, et cetera. Uh, but now it's moved online. Right. So, you know, word of mouth marketing has become even more important with user-generated content in the form of online reviews on Google and Yelp. And that's where your happy customers and, and maybe some unhappy ones too are shaping public perception yeah. of your business. Right. Right. And so some businesses think like, oh, I'll just let that happen. And, you know, my happy customers are going to go on and give me great reviews. But the reality is that um, they don't do so automatically. Mm-hmm. Businesses have to play a proactive role in making it easy mm-hmm. for people to go on and do that. And, and that's why companies like Signposts exist. Right. If people naturally just did that, if all your happy customers naturally just did that, then there would be no need for tools like ours. That's right. But we know they're, you know, they've, they're time strapped. They, they don't want to go looking around for your listing. They've got other priorities. So um, you need to put it in front of them in a really easy way. So we've established that word of mouth is important and I know people will be uh, curious, how can they build uh, that portfolio uh, with word of mouth so that, you know, they can move their business forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like that is crucial. Like think about, you know, how your Google rating reflects your business's word of mouth. Um, you know, in my search for a plumber this afternoon is, to call back to that example, you know, I look in my county, who's available, who's in my area, and then, um, you know, what do their customers think of them? Um, because this is a service performed in my home, it's highly unlikely that I'm going to call up someone who has a 3.2 rating. That's very mediocre, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a personal service, right? I'm, you know, it, it intrudes on, on my home and I want someone who's going to do a great job. So I am looking for someone, you know, with, you know, 4.4 higher and I'm in a competitive, competitive market. I know I'm going to find someone with that criteria. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you are a marketing expert. Uh, do you uh, mind sharing some of the newest uh, trends that you are seeing in uh, local marketing in 2022? Yeah, I think this the, the biggest trend right now um, encapsulates this idea of customer experience. So you've probably seen this for bigger brands, mm-hmm. right? Think right. about how Amazon has really transformed that retail mm-hmm. experience and delivered uh, 
at new heights in the, you know, delivery and ordering and the whole process of ordering something online and getting it delivered. Um, in fact, I had dog food I ordered last night and it was delivered on my step um, just a few minutes ago. And um, the only reason I know this is because I got a notification in the app. They send a picture of where it is. I don't even have to go outside to get it yet because I know it's there. <laughs> and, um, they've delivered in the time frame that they promised. Yeah. So that's where Amazon's really gained an edge in retail and made it very difficult for some local vendors to compete. Uh, I'm not saying that every local business can be an Amazon, mm-hmm. but there are definitely lessons that you know we can carry over from the bigger brands to improve mm-hmm. the local experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, think about other ways that uh, you know a local business can adopt from big brands. Uh, another example that comes to mind is um, with Comcast, the local cable and internet provider. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to call them on the phone. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Like it's a painful experience. Yeah. So anytime I need to interact, I go on their website and do a chat, yeah. right? chances are it's the work day I'm doing other things and I can't be interrupted so I do that instead because I can multitask and probably get to an answer and that's something that a local business could adapt to right Mm -hmm. there are Mm -hmm. tools like signposts and you can check out how this works on signpost.com where you can automate some of the answers to chat Mm -hmm. right you often see where there's like FAQs and, you know, you can get some options, get to a scheduler without um, having to talk to a person. Right. Of course, the live person option is there as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what's cool about this product uh, and others like it is that, um, you know, you as a business owner or your office manager, whoever, you don't need to sit on the computer and wait for those chats to come in. They can be sent to the mobile app. You can have that conversation on the go Mm -hmm. and, you know, make it easy for that potential customer to get to the information they need. Yeah. Okay. That's that's good. What what I heard there, uh, Laura, is uh, being creative in terms of how to design uh, your customer experience, whether Mm -hmm. it is Amazon delivering at the time they promised or using the chat uh, feature on Comcast websites. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. People need to learn how to design their uh, customer experience such that the customer, they want to continue to do business uh, with them. So thank you very much for sharing that. Exactly, uh, yeah. So uh, Laura, um, why are you passionate about marketing? Um, I think because it is so ever evolving, it, you know, things have changed so quickly, even in the time, uh, you know, between when I started my career and now, um, no two days are the same. Yeah. Like I can be talking on a podcast like this one about marketing techniques and hosting a webinar and writing email copy and coaching my team all in one day. Mm, right? right. And do a totally different set of activities tomorrow. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So there really never is a dull moment. And there's never a, you know, it, there's never seemingly an end to marketing needs in any organization because you know, we're constantly rolling out new technology features for our platform, you know, every month. And we've got to play a role as marketers in ensuring that our customers know about them and that they want to use them. So, you know, we're constantly marketing to our own customers to make sure that, you know, we keep the ones we have and that they're happy and that um, we continue to learn from them and build products for them too. That's good. Happy customer, happy business. Let's put it out. (laughs) So um, maybe what are some, you know, common marketing mistakes that you see uh, businesses uh, make? I think, um, you know, I I see two common ones. Um, One is in the class of putting too many eggs in one basket, Mm -hmm. right? Like spending a lot of money in, in one area and hoping it will pay off. So for example, for a big brand, it might be like, Hey, our, our whole marketing budget is our Super Bowl ad this year. Right. <laughs> no, great. If you spend all your money on Super Bowl ad, um, what are you going to do for the remainder of the year? Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's all your eggs in one basket. That's, that's very difficult to recover from if it doesn't pay off. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, another area is just simply not creating systems to measure and improve upon marketing campaigns. So, you know, I mentioned that earlier, right? Like when we're trying to improve on measurable things in our own lives, like certainly we are going to take stock of where we are. And, you know, that needs to happen in marketing too. Uh, you cannot decide to invest in more Facebook ads until you have a real solid understanding of, you know, how many leads are you generating from Facebook? What are they costing you? Yeah. Um, are you seeing some improvements over time? And if you are, if that's checking all the boxes you need, then that's a really strong indicator of, hey, like I can scale this up a little bit and see even more impact. Right, right. That's good. So as we are coming to the end of this uh, interview, Laura, uh, I'm wondering if you can maybe leave a message for uh, my listeners in terms of uh, online marketing, any uh, message at all, whether it's uh, how they can grow their marketing, uh, their online presence or Maybe some lessons uh, you want to share uh, about online marketing. Um, I think, you know, there is a lot of trial and error. So I would say don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, You know, the same is true for large businesses as it is for small. Um, You know, we are fairly sizable business in that, you know, Signpost has 5,000 customers, but my team is trying new things all the time and not everything pays off and that's okay. So, you know, as marketers, you have to be comfortable with some level of risk that you're going to invest in the things that do pay off, but allow yourself to experiment, try new things. Um, There's no growth without, um, you know, some trial and error, some experimentation um, to get to that next level. Um, I think that would be my, my biggest piece of advice and understand that, you know, what worked for you in the past may not work for you in the future. Okay. Right. We have learned yeah. that, you know, in my business and I'm sure lots of other businesses have learned that too. So 
the ability to be nimble and to pivot from you know what you used to do is is incredibly important. That's good. That's good. So um, where can my audience uh, find you? Uh, maybe I know signpost.com uh, uh, would be the starting point. Uh, do you want to share your maybe any social media handle where they can connect with you and follow you to learn more about what you do? Sure. Um, signpost.com online. Um, if you want to see signpost uh, on Instagram, signpost HQ. Uh, find me on LinkedIn at Laura Liz Nelson. And if you want to drop me a note, lnelson at signpost.com. Awesome. Thank you. And we have come to the uh, end of uh, today's uh, interview. Thank you very much, Laura. Uh, we've enjoyed your time here today. Uh, it's been awesome. Now it's a wrap. Guys, go win. This episode of Winner's Ways podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning. Thank <laughs> you.